This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I feel reborn. Reborn? Yeah. Why? What? How so? Why? I don't know. I just feel like... Uh, the end of the winter is in sight, yeah. and I feel like uh, spring. This spring's really going to be something for old Timmy. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yeah, and I have no weather-wise, or you got things no, planned. I don't I have no specific plans. I just have a. I, I have a feeling. There's yeah. a vibe. There's something. Something in the air. Yeah, there's. Uh, it only occurred to me though that we're, we're recording this on Valentine's Day. Yes, it's uh, very romantic. It is. Uh, don't knock any of these candles over, Tim. Yeah. This place will go up like a tinderbox. We're uh, recording in a, uh, a very small Italian restaurant <laughs> in Little Italy. <laughs> where there's, we're at a, a small circular table with a white tablecloth and too many candles. Yeah, it's dangerous, be yeah. especially with this tablecloth. A bottle of red. Bottle of white. No, just bottle of red. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two you bottles of wine. Yeah, Come exactly. On. Mixing yeah, what colors was, like that. Yeah, what's he doing? Ordering two. Is that a thing? Can you do you do like maybe like ah oh, white with the starters? We're we're having fish as a starter. Yeah, and the appetizer. Yeah, and then as a a red with the entree. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe the red's a dessert wine, a sherry or something. Yeah, maybe it's all three. Yeah. I mean, it's also Billy Joel. Like he's like, yeah, he's well, always drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, uh, he he says to the waiter, "A bottle of red, a bottle of white, and whatever she wants." And then, uh, then it'll be like, uh, and it'll immediately go out to the valet and be like, <laughs> "See you guys later." <laughs> Give me my car keys. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, he likes wine and he likes wine driving into houses, <laughs> right? While he may or may not be drunk, uh, Billy Joel, a great man, a great man. Yeah. I gotta go see Billy Joel one of yeah, these days. Yeah, we keep talking about we have to go see Billy Joel plays every month in our city, the only yeah. city in in the world that he plays in at least reliably. He plays a, a few one. Yeah, he'll shows go nowadays. off. He'll go off to Fenway Park and be like, "Hey, yeah, yeah." Uh, we should definitely go there. Uh, but I don't know. He's played like, you know, like 38 months in a row or something. Or even more than no, that, No, I right? think more. It's like 70 or yeah, something. Yeah, he's been doing this for years now. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we never did. I mean, we we have the eternal conundrum, I think, of like buying tickets when they go on sale but when they go on sale, it's a long, like at least six months before the show, right? And yeah. like neither of us, you don't even know what you're doing in the spring. So yeah. let alone the summer. Well, I'd have real Cracker Jack plans for the spring, <laughs> Tom, if I true. had Billy Joel tickets for like April. Yeah. Or, well, what we really need to do, and we've talked about this, but what we really need to do is like look up when the next Billy Joel show is. Go to Madison Square Garden and buy tickets on StubHub, you know, five minutes before the show yeah. starts. Or five minutes after the show starts. I think the last time we discussed this on the show, it was a similar situation. Uh, there's a Billy Joel show at Madison Square Garden tonight. <laughs> and like now, no, God damn now it. would be the perfect time for us. Yeah. It's, we're recording this at should we 8, just, 10 p.m. Should we just stop and go uh, hightail it to the garden? We'll get there by... Quarter to nine. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he takes the stage at nine. It could work out so well. I mean, don't look up how much tickets are because, like, if they're cheap, then screw. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll put on a best of. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Boy. Uh, we really screwed ourselves on this yeah. one. The other thing about uh, going to see Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden, <laughs> we have a as, couple- as somebody who's never been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or the, the thing that's been keeping me- uh, from going because it's gonna look. We're gonna have to pay a pretty penny for this, right? This e- even if we get a good deal on tickets, it's still gonna be expensive. Yeah, um, probably worth it. I haven't seen him since the River of Dreams tour, but uh, I think it'll still be worth it. Um, we have friends mm-hmm. that went, but they sat in a skybox. Yeah, they got like tickets, and now it's like, well, I can't do anything <laughs> less than a skybox, a luxury box at the Billy Joel concert. Would you rather a luxury box or like front row? 
I'd rather front row, but mm-hmm. I'd rather a luxury box <laughs> to second row because I don't want to see any other fans. Oh, yeah. Especially I don't want to be Joel behind fans. anybody. Yeah. Do you think at Billy Joel concerts that that's like, uh, like the most drunk uh, show at Madison Square Garden? Everybody just coming off the Long Island Railroad. Yeah, the you know down in a a, a, a case of uh, whatever, what have you? Probably a bottle of red and a bottle of white. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Um, it's it's like you know everybody stumbles out of the Long Island Railroad. Um. It's it's probably ninety percent Long Island, yeah. Ten percent Jersey. I don't know. Look, I like Billy Joel. Me too. I love him. Yeah, we have a complicated relationship <laughs> with Billy Joel. Yeah. I feel like I mean, as every Long look. Islander with a sense of taste has. <laughs> right. And you know what? I feel you know who would be perfect to write a song about that would be Billy Joel. I think Billy Joel could write like a very good song. He doesn't write new music, but he could write mm-hmm. a very good song about like. How complicated Billy Joel is for people that live on, not everybody, some people, you know, some people flat out hate him. Some people unabashedly love him. We are. Uh, and I'm going to see the man <laughs> who plays the piano, but I don't like a lot of his songs. Yeah. Right. Oh, so you're saying he could just uh, make a parody of an Elton John song? What do you mean? Is that an Elton John song? No, I'm just, I'm just, I mean. I'm flattered that you think that <laughs> oh, wow. uh, oh, a melody that oh, it's I came a Tim up. original. Yeah. Huh. And I, uh, that was more stranger era uh Joel I was The going stranger. For. Yeah. Come on, we know we're talking. The about stranger that. aka Billy Joel. Mm. Tom, what are we talking about this week? Uh this week we're talking about uh a place you might know from your community. No, not the firehouse. What no. about uh the village hall? No, not the village hall. No, mm. not not the elementary school. The gazebo? Tim, not every community has a gazebo. Many communities a have gazebos. A lot of communities have gazebos. Not uh, as many as uh, you would think, though, I imagine. A memorial bench? <laughs> yes, you got it. This week's episode is about the memorial bench. Man, if I got a memorial bench for someone, if I ever saw anybody sitting on that bench, I'd be like, get up. <laughs> oh, if you got it for somebody, not if you bought it for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you can't. Is that a good? Is that a, like in the bylaws? Like, if I go in, is that like, in the Bible? It'd be like, hey, I'd like to uh, purchase a memorial bench for myself. Would they be like, sir, you can't do that? But if I'm like, look, I'll pay the six hundred dollars. You know what? I bet what they would. The point of contention would probably be, we can't have a a, a bench that's says in honor of Tim. <laughs> It's going to have to say, like, sponsored by Tim. Why not? Or adopted by Tim. But why can't I? Hey, look. Why did... Bring it up. With... That's why you can't fight City Hall, Tim. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. I plan on I fighting. mean, I, I think they, that would probably just be like a tactic. And what about be like... in memory of Tim? <laughs> no, I think. Well, I don't live. Like, if, I, if I'm going to go back to, to our hometown uh-huh. and get a memorial bench. Yeah. I don't live there, so yeah, a lot of people so will be like- You want people to just remember you. Yeah. Remember Tim? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's back once in a while, Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Yeah, he'll be back at Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. but this this bench is in memory of him. Yeah. If you're ever J- jonesing just... for a Tim fix, come down to the bench and reminisce. <laughs> well, I don't think that's how it works. I think it's more like people wouldn't be thinking about you, and then they would walk by the bench, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, in memory of Tim. I remember Tim. Yeah, either that or they'd be like, I, I sure would. I sure miss Tim. Let me sit <laughs> no, on his bench. No, I don't think that's how it works. And that will focus work. my thoughts on my pleasant memories of Tim. Yeah, no, I don't think that's how uh, like a, a memory of bench for a person who's currently alive would work. Uh, I don't know. You're I think describing, we're breaking new ground here. Yeah, you're describing more of like a shrine or something. Like you think? I mean, that's, that's going. There, my should... picture won't be on it, but maybe I'll put my picture on it. Oh, that's gonna cost extra. They're not gonna let you do that this for free. Look, Tom, would it be your oh, picture, or would it be like a uh, like a etching, like a bronze embossed thing? Yeah, or an mm, etching or something like that. Maybe, and maybe. an eternal flame <laughs> that never goes out. Yeah. Has that flame, that flame hasn't really been on the whole time, has There's it? There's fuel. Yeah, I know, but even still. 
They just re uh, for for what uh, for Kennedy. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they 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 hooked up a mechanism. He was the president. <laughs> no, um, but I'm saying like even with the mechanism, like you wouldn't hear about it. You know, it wouldn't be like oh uh, yeah, like on uh, a particularly tonight, yeah, windy day tonight like, on oh, the shit. news. <laughs> yeah, the the flame went out for for a minute. Uh, uh, you, now we bring you exclusive footage of this, uh, you know, uh, serviceman desperately trying to relight it. Yeah, no, I think the Washington Post has a correspondent. It's just for the last 40 well, years. Well, no, that's just what been I'm like, saying. Like, you know, uh, I'm on the, the eternal flame beat. <laughs> yeah, just waiting for that flame yeah. to go out. That's going to be uh, the next day's headline. Uh, nation, nation lies. Uh, flame went out. Eternal flame. No. <laughs> wow, what a pithy <laughs> headline. <laughs> well, truth dies in the darkness, Tim. You got uh, uh, sometimes you gotta get right to the point. Eternal flame. Uh, ellipses there. Uh, no, no, just straight. But no, the actual headline would be "Nation Lies." Ah. Oh. Because it would be on all of us, you know. Because all of us, we've all been keeping up this. Line. We were like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make an eternal flame as a nation. I wasn't around when I was. I mean, something. I was Tim. I was in the, I'm a year older than you. I wasn't around uh, when Kennedy was buried either. But uh, but you know what? It's it, that our, wasn't like starting the day he was buried. There were other things on people's minds, right? They were like. It, all right, you uh, swear in LBJ. Uh, you figure out what we're gonna do about uh, the Russians. Yeah. Uh, you figure out who killed this guy, uh, Kennedy. Yeah. Um, and, and hey, you. and hey, make sh- and when you find the guy, make sure nobody kills him. Yeah. <laughs> before we can talk to him. Yeah, and then the, that got all sorts of complicated. But yeah. then they're like, and you. You dream up a mechanism <laughs> so we could have a fire uh, that that'll be there forever. Yeah, but it was probably pretty quickly after that they came up with that idea. Yeah, but like, it doesn't ever seem like a good time. What do you mean to like do that? There's no, always more. I bet no. I bet it's the kind of thing that like they more can't... pressing matters. Yeah, but I bet it's the kind of thing that like somebody somebody was spitballing right after because they were like, oh man, like have has any other president been a assa- oh Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Have any other presidents been assassinated? Yeah, it's, yes. ju- it's just Lincoln and Kennedy, though, no. right? Who else? Garfield? The cat? He yeah. wasn't even the president, Tim. And he wasn't assassinated. He was murdered. Uh, there were... There were... <laughs> what? Uh, you've done some research during the break. Yeah, it was McKinley, too. I wasn't sure about McKinley or if he was shot and survived. But, uh, so McKinley, Garfield, Kennedy, and Lincoln. Yeah, that's a four real, four presidents. Yeah, that's a real piss poor batting average, huh? Yeah, like a, for uh, the assassins or for the for the no presidents? for the presidents. Yeah, you know, what that's almost what a tenth. Yeah, a little, uh, a little less than a tenth. More maybe than a tenth. eight eight percent. Yeah, okay. Eight percent of presidents have been. Assa- I mean, I mean, what percent of the general population is murdered though? Less than eight percent, and like in any job, uh, that had and they're only president for uh, <laughs> yeah forty eight years. But here's the thing, Tom. Uh, it's a it's kind of a high profile position. Yeah. There's probably more. Uh, I'm not sure if if this has been proven, but there's probably more people gunning for you when you're president. Yeah, but than even when you're just a guy walking down the street. <laughs> but even still, like uh, if somebody offered you a job and they were like, uh, "Hey, we got this new job. It's great." I'm uh, required by law to let you know 8% of the people doing this have been killed. Oh, it sounds, uh, well, there are a lot of accidents. No, they were murdered. They were murdered, uh, those people. The trade-off is that you're the most powerful person in the world. Yeah. But is that really true? Um. Yeah, I, I still think that's true. We're talking about libraries today. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking of which, something you could probably go look up in the library. Yeah. Or we're not talking pre- about presidential libraries. No, no. That's a different type of library. Yeah. Uh, but still also a type of library, if you think about it. Yeah. It's right there in the name, though. Yeah. Uh, libraries, uh, you might have one in your, your own community there. Yep. That's how we started talking about benches. Yeah. Ah, back to the bench, though. <laughs> uh. Some libraries have memorial benches right outside. I know. 
That's what I'm gunning for, Tom. That's what that's what that's what I got my heart. That on. I mean, that's where you want to be. That's more high traffic than a park. Yeah, I mean, they probably charge accordingly. Mm, I don't know. It depends on the layout. Some libraries are probably right adjacent to the to a, a community park. That's a nice library if it is, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Real tranquil if you can go to the library where you have to be quiet, and the park where you should be quiet. Yeah, but guess what? You get a book out of the library. Go straight to the park. Read yeah, it on you a. Could, you could read it out loud. Tim Memorial bench. Maybe I'll come by, shake your hand. I would also, <laughs> if I had a, a bench for people to remember me. You come by and surprise people. Yeah, I'd, I'd come by a lot more. You come by, come up behind them, put your hands over their eyes, and guess who? I'll do the Bill Murray. No one will ever believe you. Yeah, but then they'd be like, "No, nah, they will." I'm, I was sitting on your bench. Yeah, and you're the <laughs> alive guy with a memorial bench. Yeah, for some and everybody reason. knows you're here all the time, yeah. making a big deal out of this bench that you paid what, like five hundred bucks to put you uh, this weird engraved picture of yourself. Yeah, it's on. probably more than five hundred bucks, my friend. But I told you, money's no object. No, spare no expense <laughs> when it's my memorial bench. I'll have to do some sort of <laughs> fundraiser for this. <laughs> I go fund me. Yeah. Um, uh, but we're talking about the library. Yeah. Uh, Tim, me and you were both in a library together recently. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, glad you brought this up. Yeah. We, uh, walked into a library together, um, and looked at some of the books. Yeah. What were we doing there? Uh, somebody had oh, to- Oh, I had, I had to return a library yeah, book, Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. somebody had to return a library yeah. book. Um, I renewed my library S- card content. while I was there. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot done. A couple guys with a lot of business at the library. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, we live in a great city for libraries. Would you say maybe the best city in the world for libraries? At least the I would city say in the America. best city in the world, period. Hey, for pizza. Absolutely. Um, definitely uh, the best city in America, I think, uh, if you're talking libraries. Yeah. Um, I would say... Uh, the funding of our library system in New York is uh, a priority. Yeah. Even though the New York Public Library sends me fundraising emails four times a day, and also I haven't renewed my New York City my New York City Public Library card in like three years. I don't even have an active membership there, and they're still like, "Give us money for what?" And, and and I should. This guy know, doesn't care enough to renew his card, but he'll probably pay up. I should note that there are different uh, library systems in the boroughs. Right? Well, I was so going to say that I think that that's one of the best things about New York that uh, you can have like multiple library cards, kind of. Yeah, I have a Queens mm-hmm. library card. I have a New York Public Library card, which is just Manhattan, or is it the Bronx? I, yeah, I think it's just. Also? Ma- yeah, me. Is there a Bronx Public Library? I don't know. I've never lived in the Bronx. Yeah. Um, and I have a Brooklyn public library illegitimately what do you mean you don't live in brooklyn yeah but you're allowed to uh, that, yeah, that's that's, that's that's the beauty of it yeah when i was renewing my card some lady had a kentucky id and uh you know she handed it she was renewing her card and she handed it to the librarian and i was trying to whisper to the librarian should i call the cops and she's like don't worry kentucky person doesn't know how to read yeah they're it'll not be, gonna, they're not be, gonna be, take any books yeah, out they'll be using the library <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, New York's great. It's got a bunch of libraries. Um, uh, what else about libraries? <laughs> was that it? Was that all your notes? No, no, no. I have a bunch of notes, but I kind of don't know where to begin. Let's begin uh, with my suggestions, my complaints. Oh, oh to, to, for the library? I like the library. Did you write a, a personal essay for this? My one complaint? Uh-huh. Too many books. Damn. Not really. But uh, the floor of every library you go into, mm-hmm. it's either like depressing or like old carpet, which is also depressing. Well, in what other way could it be depressing? I don't know. Get some hardwood floors. In no, there. that echoes like hell. What do you mean? Like the linoleum isn't uh, like the well, floor. Next time you go to a public library, look at the floor. It's not going to be. It's, like, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. You're not going to like what you see. Tim, I go to the library. I'm looking at books, not the floor. You're doing it wrong. No. Um, also, my other note. Uh-huh. Actually, that's it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, th- you're also aware that linoleum is cheaper than hardwood flooring. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's, it would be a nicer. It's not that they have both options available to them. And they're like, no, nah, we're going to go with the linoleum. 
I'll invest it. I mean, there's a lot of books in there in, in every library that nobody's ever reading. Get rid of those. Sell those books. Don't buy them in the first place. Spend <laughs> that on upgrading your floors. <laughs> so you think... So you were serious when you said the library has too many books. You think they're wasting money on books that they could be spending on making their floors less depressing. I don't know, Tom. I know you're big. You think they should all have Mein Kampf just because, oh, it's not illegal. No, I mean, I think probably a lot of libraries do have it, Tim, but I don't don't have an opinion about that. I don't think they should. I mean, I don't think they shouldn't. It's fine. It's not fine. Really it's mine. Yeah, here. Jesus Christ. I've never complained about it. I mean, I have complained about it. It's bad. Yeah. Um uh can you imagine I thought that? you were going to say uh that I think there, there should be a pornography section. No. Nah, Cuz I've brought that comp- I put that in the you've, comment box multiple times. That they should have pornography at the library. <laughs> a pornography section. Yeah. Like a you know, like uh, you have to walk through beads. Yeah, to you have to, to walk it. through some hanging beads. You know, yeah. to keep the kids. Don't put it by by the kids section, of course. But yeah, put it on the whole other side of the library. Yeah, I'm not in favor of this. Well, I didn't know you hated free speech so much. Um, Tom, look, I know we were alive at the <laughs> time, but before the internet, yeah, libraries must have been like friggin' popping. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I remember libraries before the internet. They weren't necessarily popping. Like, I mean, never... I was there all the time, but I was a kid. I was like, give me another Seuss. Yeah. Hey, another Encyclopedia Brown for this guy. Uh, actually, I do remember like going to the library after, as a kid, after my parents would come home from work, mm-hmm. and like sometimes, like it would be like after work. Like either right before or right after dinner, it would be like, oh, let's go. Happy hour. At yeah, the, uh, like let's the... go to the library. And the library would be very crowded. Yeah. Then. There would be a lot of people, I guess, like getting off of work. Like, yeah, you know, let me uh, let me see if they, they took my suggestion and put in that pornography section. But here. what about this, Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, cookbooks and atlases. <laughs> all this stuff yeah. that we have Not at everything. our fingertips. Oh, yeah. but Or planning a trip. Like you have to like go and be like, okay, let's research what city, what oh, we can do in certain cities and absolutely. stuff. I mean, you remember, uh, you know, as a kid, like uh, before the internet, having to write uh, papers and shit, and it was just like, well, you got to a library, and like, boy, hopefully the thing you have to write about uh, the two books they have about it aren't already taken out by some other kid doing but, the yeah, same report. Yeah, by some other kid doing the exact same report. Oh, God, how many times did that happen? Oh, the you, goddamn time. At well, some point, they had to be wait like... until the last minute. Yeah, at some point, the library had to be like, okay, we know that like a bunch of kids have to write this report. You're yeah, not allowed to take these out. You can't check it out. Yeah. yeah, you gotta read it uh, in the library. Or make copies. Five cents a copy. Highway robbery. Yeah. And uh, uh, the, the you know just flouting copyright, making yeah. those copies. I mm. would sell those copies outside the library. Yeah, I would just methodically photocopy every page of every book in there, <laughs> and then just go out and hawk them on the street. Uh, I remember going to the library because the library was like the, uh, I mean the the most reliable place with a photocopy machine. I remember going there just to make photocopies, not even, you know, of things I had. My butt, for example. Really? Yeah. Like was, in... Yeah, just like in a, you know, like They were in a pretty conspicuous Christmas. place. Yeah, they were right up front, right in front of the desk, but, you know, boys will be boys. Yeah. Uh, no, but you can make copies there, and that was like a big deal. Yeah. Because if you went... There were other places that had copy. All this makes us sound like we're fucking ancient. Yeah. <laughs> there are other places that had copy machines, but they were always like, like ah, it's behind the counter, and we have like a minimum. <laughs> and yeah. Like, we'll tell you how much it is after you make the copies. This yeah. is coin operated. Yeah. You but found an interesting feather on the ground. <laughs> hey, go photocopy it. It's only five cents. It only yeah. costs you a nickel. Uh, and, and then later, you want to, hey, tell you what. Uh, we can upsell you to a color photocopy of that if you'd like. It's gonna cost you though. I remember uh, when they when they had the the color copier installed at the library, and I was just like, they've gone too far. The <laughs> the the library's jumped the shark at this point. This is too much. Who yeah. who needs this kind yeah. of uh, extravagance? Yeah, upgrade the floors, not the <laughs> copy machines. Is what I say. <laughs> 
For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, well now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com. That's F-R-A-M.com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring the Complete Guide to Everything. This episode of the Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Sakara. You want to feel better about what you eat. But sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Sakara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom... To mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, uh, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this fo- Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash guide or enter code GUIDE at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara dot com slash guide. All right. <laughs> back, back to the library talk. We just had an extended conversation about this new laser printer I bought. It was the most boring <laughs> conversation I've ever had in my life, but I was riveted the entire time. Yeah, like, God, uh, we're, we're... Jesus, we gotta... Yeah, we gotta... Uh, <laughs> put me in a home. Yeah, or put some spice in our lives. So, uh, Tom, the kids section at the library, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. it was awesome. They had all different books kinds of kids. books. Yeah. yeah, and I was... Run around, you could take out whatever whatever books you wanted. Uh-huh. You read them there. You bring them home. Yeah. Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, now, whenever I go to a library, uh, the kids section just looks like mayhem. It's just like a bunch of kids like screaming and stuff. It's like, where is the librarian in all of this? Yeah, even as a kid, it was like, well, the kids section, like the rules are a little bit laxer, but it was, you know, you were still constantly being told like, hey, 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 hey. You had yeah. to be quiet. Because most libraries are pretty uh, open floor plans. Yeah, I don't like a library that's uh, that's like different rooms. You know what I mean? Where like there's yeah. like doorways and stuff. I don't know if I've been to too many. It's like smaller like town ones where it's been like this is not a library, but yeah, the floors are <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is just a bunch of rooms. Um, Tim, the library, you know, isn't just for books. It's not just for bookworms. Well, it is just for bookworms, but yeah. you can you can go there and and take out other things. Um, do you know that? The, so, like when we were kids, I remember it being a big deal when they got uh, uh, videotapes. Yeah, VHS, baby. Yeah, and this is just a old this man. Is just cast. like yeah, remember when? Yeah. Uh, welcome to uh, the pilot episode of our new show. Remember it? <laughs> remember when? With two old shits, yeah. two boring old men. Uh, but I remember when they when they started having videotapes, and I think uh, for my parents, like they eventually caught on of like, why are we taking our kids to the freaking video store where it costs money to rent videos when like we can take them here? They watch the same dumb shit over and over yeah. anyway, 
and if we, if we just tell them like, oh, hey, we're going to go to the library, uh, you can take out a video. Like in my mind, there was no uh, distinction between the two. I was never like, no, nah, mom, the library doesn't have new releases. <laughs> oh, see, I I was the opposite. Really? And I was happy that we were not a, no offense, a, a library video family. Uh, we were a blockbuster. We were Golden Video and then Blockbuster. I mean, we had that too. Well, yeah. I'm talking more about Golden Video era. Like, once I was old enough to like um, to like movies that were coming out, you know, yeah. like when you're like 11 or 12, and it's like, no, I want to see- Adam's Family Values. Yeah, things like that. Oh, yeah. Then we were at Blockbuster, but uh, before then, when, it, when you know, I would go there and just take out like- Disney movies or whatever. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, well you can just go to the library and you can rent uh, uh, Penn and Teller are dead for the twelfth <laughs> time. <laughs> like I would just find weird things. I was like, ah, oh, I like this. I'll take it out. Yeah, you can only have two out at a time. Was it? I don't remember. I was in a library yeah. VHS family. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we completely eschewed books. <laughs> <laughs> we we just took out the videos. That was when we got library cards. <laughs> Similarly, uh, I was never too uh, interested in the the compact disc section. Um, I assumed it was all classical, and then one time I was like, "Blues Travelers here!" <laughs> wow, this library is cool. <laughs> um, I remember constantly falling into the library CD trap because w- when we were young. God, this stinks. This, yeah, this, this whole thing stinks. Yeah, we got to call this off. <laughs> we still got time to make it to the Billy Joel show. Oh, I wish. Um, but uh, <laughs> Man, d- d- let's do dopes on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Getting hammered at the Billy Joel show. Yeah, uh, like, uh, this, this is way less pathetic than talking about old times at the library. Um uh no, I remember it constantly. It, so when I got my first CD player, freaking CDs were like twenty two dollars, and that was in you know at the time. Like in today's uh, yeah, that's like uh, with inflation, it was who knows how much. Like twenty two dollars is an insane price for a CD now, but yeah. it was even more insane back then. So I had like two CDs. Uh, the Wayne's World soundtrack. Oh, that's the one I, I had. No, I only had that on tape, unfortunately. Uh, uh, I had it on CD. It was pretty great. I think I had the Wayne's World two soundtrack on CD. Mm, it's all right. <laughs> um, well, as at that age, you you know, we weren't baby boomers. That it was like, ah, we can upgrade uh, when a new format comes out. We'll upgrade. It was like, nah, I already have Wayne's World on tape. Yeah. That's, uh, the only copy I'll own. Um. But I would constantly go to the CD section like, oh, man, CDs that I can I can uh, lend that, that they'll lend me that I can just take out of here. Uh, but, yeah, it was classical music, which I would take out just like classical CDs just because it was like, oh, that's another CD mm. uh, like meditation CDs, like relaxation. CDs. Really? As a kid, you were getting like <laughs> relaxation CDs. It was just like. This is something to... It was... Hey, it didn't hey. cost anything, so it was like, might as well take this Free out. Free content, and, baby. Yeah, and take it for a spin. Man. This is back back before content was king. Yeah. Um, another a complaint I had about the library back then was uh, that you couldn't take out magazines. You had to read the magazines there. Yeah, but that, that makes sense. It does, because they're not going to yeah. uh, stand up to a lot of... And also, that's you know that content goes stale quickly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if we let this out to somebody for a week, well, four people get to read this magazine the month it comes out. The magazines also had like an unwieldy plastic cover yeah, on them. Yeah, big plastic cover. Yeah. Uh, but hey, it worked. Made it hard to see, uh, keep the uh, page open to the swimsuit model you wanted to see. Yeah, that was a big... Uh, big magazine the the sports illustrated swimsuit issue do they still do that sports illustrated yeah of course the swimsuit issue yeah really yeah i assume so i haven't heard otherwise that's got nothing to do with sports though um i think uh, once in a while they have an athlete gabby reese or like (laughs) somebody who isn't 70 now (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I think that that's what they do is just once in a while they'll also be like hey and like check out this like Olympian who's 
also very attractive. Yeah, but is that enough to support in 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 this day and age a sports magazine just being like ogle these ladies? Um, I, I mean they haven't gone out of business yet. Yeah, I don't think it's probably despite uh, my protests. <laughs> I don't think it's probably as uh, me and the other prudes uh, are always <laughs> picketing outside uh, the Sports Illustrated outside the library, uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to get them not to not to carry it. I know that libraries like unsubscribed from Sports Illustrated because of that. I remember reading. I think there was like w- like uh, one issue in particular or something that. Like they they were pushing the boundaries of yeah. what they could get away with uh, nudity wise. <laughs> yeah. May, oh, I think it was maybe it was that one where they were like, "Hey, check this out! These bikinis have been painted on." I remember that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was a big deal. It's yeah. like, what? Well, if you're painting on a bikini, then that means they're naked. Yeah. So loop. They I gotta got get down to the library. Yeah, but bad news: <laughs> the library. Uh, Canceled their subscription and wrote to uh, to Sports Illustrated about it. Yeah, uh, but I imagine like it, it, I'm sure it's not like the old days where uh, when the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue would come out, that issue outsold the normal uh, rate by you know like twenty times or whatever. I'm sure it's like nah, it's about the same. Like you, we just have people that subscribe because they like to read articles about sports, right? The library also has things, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get a lot of information about services and <laughs> stuff. Tim. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, Are you doing this as a public service? <laughs> uh, this is what I want to say. If you don't have something interesting to say, you can just be quiet. You don't have to just... <laughs> uh, this is what I want to say. They also have computers for people who don't have uh, computer access. Access to the computer, yeah. The the computer etiquette. My dog is leaving. She's bored. Yeah, I know. This, what, why did we do this episode? <laughs> I don't know. We were very sad. The computer etiquette at my local library is atrocious. Uh, how so? I had to go. Uh, I don't have a fancy laser printer like you do, Tom. So I had to go print like uh, concert tickets there or something because I was too cheap to do it at Kinko's. And I don't trust getting into uh, tickets on my phone. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, another freaking old man. Thing yep. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and here's here's I the remember. coup de gras. Uh, nobody was following the rules of uh, who got to use the computer next. <laughs> I got. It sounds like they were just all taking advantage of the dumb old man who. Uh, yeah, I mean it was older people yeah. that were doing it. Good for them. And this one guy had his had two different jackets on chairs. Uh, the come on, man! There's only f- three chairs here. You're taking up all of them. How do you have two jackets? He had two jackets. He was an old crazy man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna say you could have said something, but you couldn't have if it was uh, obvious yeah. crazy person, which. Which you'll find in spades in the libraries, yeah, which, at least in New York. Yeah, which is un- unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, better, better in the library than on the streets. Yeah, exactly. But the library closes. You know what I mean? Then they got to go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm not talking about, like, uh, you know, people that are there because they have nowhere else to go. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe they have nowhere else to go, but. Um, You ever take uh, classes at the library? Uh, Maybe we can go and learn about like computers. Yeah, no, not in a very long time. <clears throat> so I used to, uh, uh, when I first started writing, um, I would go to the Brooklyn uh, Central Library, like the the. When cent- you started your your book writing career, yes. Um, so this was what, like five or six years ago? Yeah, this is twenty thirteen. Um. Because I had been laid off from my job and had nowhere to be ever. <laughs> so I was like, well, I need to like get out of the house. I need to go somewhere. So I go to the central branch of the Brooklyn, which is, you know, the, the main, the hub of yeah. the Brooklyn Public Library, which I'm uh, lucky enough to live within walking distance of. And that, uh, boy, uh, you'll see that on television shows sometimes or movies. Like Quantico. Uh, well, like cool. Quantum Leap, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the I think that's the show you meant. Yeah, Quantum Leap. Um, beautiful, huge library. Uh, but I would uh go there to work, 
and I would like see uh, a, a great, great thing that they have that they have like a room with just desks and it's like and Wi-Fi and you could just go there and you can sit down and work and and they have like a little cafe you can I never really bought anything there but you could. Um, my point being, sometimes Jesus I, Christ, um. <laughs> sometimes I would watch uh, classes go on. But I wouldn't participate in the What kind of classes? Aerobic classes? You no, pervert? not oh Boy, I wish. Uh, not aerobic classes. Uh, like, uh, yeah, intro to computers for, for yeah. uh, even older fucks than us. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I went to a magic class. You could learn how to do magic tricks. I went to a magic show at the library once. It wasn't a class. Oh, I learned how to do a few tricks, Tom. This guy made somebody levitate. To this day, I don't know how he did it. Wires, smoke and mirrors. No, because the, look, the library is not going to let you hang. Wi- they're not going to let some magician come in and start hanging wires. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. The, I feel like uh, the library is just kind of like there's a folding table over there. Yeah. Um, you know, you have five minutes to set up, and uh, you're going to be under these harsh fluorescent lights. Uh, what do you call the the cards? Because I'm tempted to call them library cards, but they're not. The cards that go in the sleeve that they punch the date you gotta return the book by. Oh, they don't do that anymore, Tom. What? I don't. I go to the library, I use the library, but I don't take books. It's out. It's all computerized, baby. Yeah, but what do they call those? The cards. Return cards. I don't know. Man, they're not return. date cards. No, they have a name. Who knows though? I um, mean, a lot of a lot of libraries, Tom, didn't mm-hmm. even have those cards. They stamped right in the book. What? That's disgusting. What if the book gets taken out more times than they've got room to stamp? They burn it and buy a new one. <laughs> um, uh, one time, I I misunderstood. I think it was. It's like a very early memory, like a uh, class field trip to the library. So it was the first time I was at the library without a parent to help me. Whoa. And I misunderstood when they explained the cards, and I thought we could only take out books that already had a card in that little pocket. Yeah, and, and none I, of them do. Until and none of them do, out, yeah. and I couldn't find one that did, and I started crying. Well, that's probably what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, somebody uh, like a librarian knows I was crying, they asked why, and I explained, and they were like, you dumb shit. Yeah, librarians are so mean. <laughs> you gotta find a book that doesn't have a, a card in it, you moron. Yeah, you mook. Yeah, they're like, e- boy, we got we got to get this kid some books. He's a great A idiot. Yeah, and uh, you read a lot of books, and now you're the <laughs> smart man that you are today. Uh, smartest man alive. Um, <clears throat> I remember as a young teen. Speaking of the internet, the uh, the one of the first internet services I had was provided by the library. They had like a dial-up internet service that you could use at your home. That you could use at your home. You're only allowed a small number of hours on it. I think, like, if you called in, it was like, well, that's it. <laughs> like, one person's connected. There were, like, two different numbers you could dial into. Um, and it was only text-based. Jesus. Again. Yeah, why are we talking about this? This makes so old. It was only text-based, but then I found a program that would uh, make the... Use that kind of connection, that type of connection, uh, and turn it into like a web, you know, like a, an actual like web browser connection. Mm-hmm. But it took so like everything took a long time back then. But this, because it was like going through this like uh, transformation yeah. process, it would take it, you know twenty minutes for a web page to load up. I'm sorry to hear that, Tom. Yeah, this is riveting though. <laughs> Hey, what about librarians, huh? What Let a- your hair down. Oh, you got your hair up, and you're always shushing people. Yeah. Let your Be hair down. <laughs> you just let your hair down. <laughs> your hair. Hey, take that pencil out of your hair. Take those glasses off. And uh, then maybe finally everybody will see just how beautiful you are. I think that's a, that's a, uh, librarians are a, a thing that Nickelodeon, uh, the TV <laughs> channel. No, they didn't sexualize them. They, uh. They put out propaganda, much oh, like they did with like uh, with Brussels sprouts, yeah. where it's like all kids hate Brussels sprouts, and then like you realize like, oh. but like the 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 librarian was always this uh, this Evil, mean old yeah. lady that was always shushing everybody, and like this authority <laughs> figure that like 
uh, was like cruel for no reason yeah. and just kind of like uh, like unfriendly. And then uh, you go there and everybody was so nice. All the all the oh yeah, as a kid, I never had like a bad run in with a librarian. I had like I was you know maybe like disciplined once or twice, not in like a I wasn't spanked or anything, but uh, nobody said. <laughs> I was spanked once or twice by a librarian, but um, uh, it was only because I deserved it. Yeah, I think Nickelodeon was afraid to go after teachers because they realized, like, ah, but you know, teachers like they have unions and stuff. They could really go at, they can retaliate. Yeah, but it's like ah, most schools like probably only have like uh, maybe one or two librarians, so we can pick on them. Yeah, what are they gonna do about it? They can't uh, organize in numbers. Uh, the school library, I was always like, don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, school library, uh, like, uh, there's always like a weird selection of things. The school library, now there's where you can find some real freaking out-of-date books, some real yeah. old books. And there's some stuff written in there from previous students that are, uh, yeah, you, you get a, you get a, a nice little education, uh, from those themselves. Yeah, you find a... Learned a lot of uh, colorful words in there. Yeah, and drawings. Yeah, y- yeah. You, the The books at the school library were always in uh, way worse condition than the regular library. I don't know if that's still the case. Hey, write in. <laughs> Please don't write about <laughs> the library to us. Um. Uh. You know, the library has video games now. Is that true? It I is heard true. a rumor that this was the case. It's true. You can you can take out video games at the damn library. I I, I mean I allude this rotten everybody's <laughs> dang brains, if you ask me. I had alluded to this earlier, but uh I use the library a lot for ebooks. You can take out electronic books and l- they'll send it right to your Kindle or or, or right you to your read, Kimble or your, <laughs> your your Nook or your tablet. Um uh same thing with audiobooks. You can take out audiobooks from the library. Uh, can I say something about audiobooks? Uh-huh. They're not real books. <laughs> they are real books, Tim. It's listening to somebody read you a story. Yeah, which is great. It's even better than reading. Mm. Um, what do you do with your eyes? Yeah, uh, I always get distracted by things that I see when I, I'm listening I, to audiobooks. I, I roll like, them back in my head so I don't smart. get distracted. Yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, movies. Uh, there's this service, Canopy, Canopy with a K, it's like a regular streaming service, and you can you can watch stuff from the library. Yeah, and they got a lot of stuff on there, a lot of movies and stuff. But here's the thing: they limit you to like what five uh, movies a month or right. something. Yeah, have you ever hit that limit? I've never watched a movie there because I always <laughs> scroll through them, and I'm always like, the limit. And you get five movies a month, and I'm always like, well, I don't want to waste. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know if this is like the ultimate movie that. It's yeah. worth it. What if I, I watch waste this? All these. <laughs> what if I watch this movie and then next week they put up all the Police Academy movies? <laughs> yeah, I'm screwed. Um, they also have a. Uh, you know what? The, the they library, also have microfiche. Yeah, microfiche. Uh, do they still do that? If you're if you're looking up like an old murder case or something. Yeah, it's a it's a card made of transparent film. Used to store printed information in a miniaturized form, and then uh, you put it in this thing, and it's a magnifier of it. Yeah, yeah, I remember using that as a kid for like pr- not not for fun, but yeah. for uh, like projects where we had to look up old old things. Uh, I mean, it was a very inefficient method compared to what we have now. But they have potentially longer lifespan than digital storage, Tom. I mean, but you could just copy something like, oh, this hard drive's uh, going to fail. Let's copy How do you it. know Let's it's going it to fail, another one. And have redundancy. Have a backup. You're redundant. Everything what? you ever said in your whole life is redundant. <laughs> it's fine, Tim. Then that means I'm safe. I have backups. Um, Tonight, we're not going to get into the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> that's, that's a that's whole other episode. episode. Yeah. Um. Uh, what about? Do we have enough time to talk about library transfers, interlibrary transfers? <laughs> God, what are we doing? Why are we doing this episode? <laughs> what about late fees? Boy, I hate those. You know what? Late fees at the library. Sometimes I'll keep a book for <laughs> for six weeks later, six weeks longer than I'm allowed to, just because like just to show off. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, guess what? I have a dollar fifteen. Yeah, great, take it. Yeah. Well, Suckers. You, yeah, you're you're known to uh to rack up 
six weeks worth of late fees and then uh, go to the library with a, a sack full of pennies and just drop it on the desk. I dump it on the desk. Yeah, and say, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, 115 <laughs> pennies. It doesn't really take that a lot. No, they come out, they come out pretty like, much instantly. They yeah. stay on the desk. It's yeah. not that many. They go, thank you. Thank you for paying for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. We accept pennies. It's legal tender. I've been taking out a lot of books from the library, Tom. Um, you know I've what? I've been taking out a lot of pennies from the bank. I want to. Uh, I want to stop uh, looking at screens all the time, and that includes my Kimball. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, uh, I don't want to friggin' uh, like. It's uh, look. You feel the pages in your hands. Yeah, but when it's a library book, you're feeling pages that uh, you know, a bunch of other grimy people. Have yeah, but guess put what? Their paws all over. That that gets your immune system up. I'm the <laughs> only one that didn't get sick out of our whole group of friends this winter. Yeah. Um. And you think it was due to library books? Yeah, it was all the germs from the library books. It was all the bacteria that I got. Because also, I, uh, before I uh, turn every page, I lick my finger. Oh. oh, I didn't even think about the people that do that. I'm never touching a library book again. Eh, it's fine. Um, There's more bacteria on every one of your devices because you bring them all to the bathroom. I don't bring my devices into the bathroom. You don't bring your phone into I the bathroom? I bring my phone into the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, what else am I going to do while I'm in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. But I don't bring my iPad into the bathroom. I'll bring my <laughs> I'll bring my iPad into the bathroom because I've cracked two iPad screens. Uh, on the toilet? Not on the toilet, but on the bathroom tiles. They've, you know, fallen off my lap. Uh, you rest them on your lap? Not, yeah, I do. This is, this well, a, what else? Just hold them? This is a weird. This is a weird <laughs> technique you have. Uh, no, it's fine. Not like completely. Like I still have a hand on them, but it's like, well, I'm gonna, you know, also use my my leg to support this, so I'm not holding the whole thing up, Tim. This I'm, story I'm not. Uh, I'm not Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't hold an iPad up forever. Yeah, it's true. That does take a long. But yeah, time. I've, I've I have never cracked knock on wood an iPhone screen, but I've cracked two iPad screens the same way. On the crap. On uh, on the toilet, yeah. All right, last words about uh, uh, libraries. Uh, old book section. Oh, a lot of times they have uh, water fountains that have very cold water. That was just at the one <laughs> library that we went to as kids. Tom. Yeah, but it always had it. Yeah. Very cold. That was delicious. a good water fountain. Great water fountain. That was a great library. Yeah, yeah very good library. No, we, we grew up uh, in a town with a great library. Um. Uh, they would have, and there's another thing libraries do, uh, book sales. I always like that when they would, you know, sell off their books, presumably to upgrade the floors, but it never happened. Yeah. Every uh, year they'd be like, eh, don't worry, hardwood coming next year. And um, I was like, nope, you didn't buy enough books at the book sale. But you go to book sales and they weren't trying to uh, rip you off there. The books would be so cheap. That They're looking should... to get rid of these books. Yeah. They're like, like, we have too many goddamn books here. Yeah. We're gonna, uh, look, we, we, uh, we didn't think about this enough. We bought too many books. You might have noticed we already have a lot of books we forgot. Uh, so we we bought a bunch of new books. We got to get rid of these old books. But you go there and just buy like a ton of books for like a nickel or a dime each. The nickel or a dime, you know, that you could have spent on a, a single photocopy. You could just get a, a whole book. Yeah. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Look, you got to put your name on a list for new releases. That's fine. You never need to read a book right when it comes out. That I'm, book's going to be there for the rest of your life. I'm often, uh, this happens to me constantly, where like new a uh, new release will be coming out. I'm like, oh man, this this book sounds great. Uh, you know, I like the author already or whatever, or it just sounds like it's right up my alley. So excited, so excited. And then, yeah, I'll go to get it from the library and be like, ah, oh, we don't have it now. And I'll immediately be like, oh, yeah, all right, I'll read it whenever. <laughs> and I'll usually wind up reading. I'll usually wind up reading that book, but like a year later, and not because it's you know back ordered. Just like, oh, all right, <laughs> oh, there are other things to read. So many other things to read. There's like uh, thousands of books, Tom. There's like yeah. five, six thousand books. Oh, I don't know if it's, it's to that read. many. Yeah. Tom, do you want to solve? Hey, and that uh, ends our salute to libraries. 
Um, thank you for listening. Uh, Tom, do you want to solve a problem? <laughs> you don't have to say it. No, people are going to turn it off. Yeah, let's solve a problem. What, the people know. What, you think people are, are, are rushing to turn it off? <laughs> this episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. We've lost them long ago. All right, let's solve a problem. We're going to solve a problem, uh, but if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Tom, mm-hmm. this um, problem comes to us uh, from a lady who doesn't want us to use her name. All right. What shall we call her? Let's call her Suzanne. Suzanne. Tim, Tom, long- I almost said her real name because you said her real name right before, so that was just the name in my head. But yeah, well, real professional said a different name. Real smart man, Tom. Unless Suzanne is her real name and this is all diversion. Yeah, because... Subterfuged. Tim, Tom, uh, Tom, Tim, long-time listener, second-time emailer. We probably didn't respond. We're bad at responding. Emails. I mean, we don't respond to a lot of the problems unless unless yeah. we respond this is in our this response, way. Yeah, people aren't writing in being like, "Oh, I want you to like write out a response." To me. No, some people are writing in and saying. Sometimes like, they do. Pointing out like, "Hey, you got this thing wrong." Oh, really? No shit, we got <laughs> something wrong. Uh, we're we're two dumb guys talking about a uh, different thing every week that we know nothing about. Did we get everything wrong? Maybe, probably. Love the show. I've been listening for years. I have a problem that perhaps you can help me with. I've been dating this dude, let's call him Sherman, Mm. for a little over a year. Hopefully that's not his real name. He's a lovely man, intelligent, thoughtful. He's an aspiring comic and writer. He's okay, a bit formulaic (laughs) and dad jokey, if you ask me, but his tenacity is admirable. I am not a stand-up, nor do I wish to be, but at the risk of sounding like a braggart, I am rather funny. I'm a charming, charismatic storyteller and have people cracking up all the time. Not necessarily on purpose. It's just part of my personality, I suppose. I only tell you this because it directly relates to my problem. Often, when Sherman and I are talking, he will get his phone out and make notes of my anecdotes, jokes, wording for use in his stand-up and short stories. I've told him several times that I don't like it when he steals my jokes and stories and he should come up with his own, to which he tells me that I'm not doing that I'm not doing stand-up, so he may as well use that as material. I do not like him presenting my ideas as his own. Like I said, I am fond of him, but this Mencia bullshit is a huge turnoff. What do I do? Uh, thanks for your show. It's my absolute favorite. Please do not use my name. Suzanne. Uh, dump him immediately. <laughs> I don't mean to be blunt, but like, and I know that not everybody would feel the same way, but this guy sounds like a real craphead. <laughs> Get rid of him. Joke stealer. Yeah. Here's my thing. All right. Here's your, your thing as somebody who frequently steals my jokes. I steal other people's jokes. <laughs> um... No, you know what? Uh, look, if you're funny and you're not uh, an aspiring uh, stand-up comic, yeah. which I don't think anybody should be an aspiring stand-up comic. Yeah, just um, become a stand-up comic. Yeah, but also like, also like, skip the aspiring part. Maybe we don't need more stand-up comics. Nah, we need more. A lot of comedy clubs uh, empty every night. Anyway. Uh huh. I say Suzanne should just embrace this. It's fine. Maybe he'll, maybe, like, look. Well, maybe he'll become, like, a big famous star off of her back, and then he'll be like, ah, see you, Suzanne. I'm famous now. Well, I'm why, do you, why, date, uh, why are you assuming? Jennifer Aniston. Well, Jennifer Aniston uh, is, isn't integral to his success. Did you see Brad Pitt went to her 50th birthday party? No. Yeah, it was a big deal. Wow. 
I've got high hopes for those two. <laughs> that they'll get back together? Yeah. yeah both single, yeah, I you think. You know what? I actually don't care at all. <laughs> no, you care. They seem <laughs> fine. Brad Pitt's always eating an apple, and I don't like it. What? He's always <laughs> eating in, in like his, his shtick in, in movies. Yeah, is like, yeah. Like he's always I'm like, a guy eating. I'm just eating. And I, I don't want to hear people friggin' chewing. <laughs> oh, that's why you don't Even like Even handsome him. men. <laughs> um, so anyway. Uh, no, like, uh, become you... a team, right? <laughs> you, look, he needs you to be successful. Hopefully he'll be successful. And then... Uh, you know, then you're entitled to 50% of the profits because you're writing the material and he's out there delivering it. Well, Co- make make your romantic relationship <laughs> a business arrangement yeah, as well. Yeah, that's always the best idea. Mm. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, she didn't say if he's good. She said, like, he's dad jokey, but I'm curious if, like, his delivery's good. Yeah. If, if if that's what's lacking. Because then, in your case, sure, that might be a... No, he's got great delivery. He just sucks as a writer. Right. I have no interest in performing, but I uh, am a funny person. The other thing is... Uh-huh. If, if you've frequently told him... If you've told him even once, yeah. like... I don't want you to do this. Don't do this. And he's like, nah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Maybe he's a jerk. <laughs> Not maybe. He is a jerk. <laughs> and I was going to say, the the fact that um, to, to pull the like, well, you don't perform stand-up, so I so I, I'm a, I can take this. I'm entitled to you. Yeah, yeah, that's horseshit. Like, it doesn't matter if she performs stand-up or not. Like, that's still... Uh, you know, if you tell me like an idea you have for a movie and I go and write a screenplay based on that idea, I can be like, well, you didn't write it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's still my idea. And this is even worse because it sounds like she's given them uh, un, un, uh, willingly or whatever uh, fully formed jokes that yeah. he's writing down and taking. All right. I, if he I'm, has good delivery and he's charismatic and you think he's got and star you guys agree to, but if he's already willing to just steal from yeah, you, that's then true. that's uh, unscrupulous. Um, I remember. Oh, I can't remember the situation, but I remember like cracking a joke once. Now I've uh, another example of this, but like uh, cracking a joke once and like somebody being like, "What was that again?" And like I repeated the joke. And like, it was like one of those, it was like a thing in a group. Was it a yo mama joke? And they said, <laughs> what did you just say about my mama? What did you say about my mama? Uh, no, it was like, you know, one of those things in a group. And I like had a funny uh, turn of phrase or whatever. And somebody, and like everybody's laughing. And then like one person was laughing. They're like, what was that again? And they had their phone out and they, they were like transcribing it. And I told them it. And then they're like, oh man, it's so funny. I just tweeted it. And I was like, were you out of your mind? <laughs> like. That's not yours. I said that, and you hey, made was me. Hey, that uh, f- fuck Jerry that did that? <laughs> no, but it was like it reminded me of that thing where it's like you just had me repeat it so you could get the wording right, <laughs> and then you tweeted it. That's your um, like no law, no no court in America would convict me for a murder if I killed you right now. Well, uh, over a tweet, I think <laughs> everybody would be like, all right, calm down. Uh, and how many followers does but, this person have? And you're going to have to name names off mic um, <laughs> before I rule no, my I, final judgment. I, I legitimately can't remember who it was. I, I think it was like the... Like it happened and I like severed all ties <laughs> with that person after that. Um, but... Uh, Everybody knows, everybody's been in this situation, everybody funny, like me, you, and uh, Suzanne, um, have been in the situation of, uh, like, uh, cracking, you know, being in, like, a group or whatever, and, like, cracking a, you know, a joke under your breath to the person next to you, and they go, (laughs) and then they just repeat it at full volume. Yeah. Again, another, like, murder should be legal if somebody does that. (laughs) I've, I've been in situations like that at, uh, at former jobs where like somebody somebody did that this name I will name for you later <laughs> somebody did that and like got a huge like like 20 people laughing at it and I screamed like that was mine I said that I'll kill you <laughs> huh. and then everybody stopped laughing they're like what are you 
Why are you yelling? What are you People screaming about? People can piece together a lot of your backstory and be like, well, I had to work at the library because I got laid off. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed, I'll kill you at a coworker because you said my joke louder than I did. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I, I, would, I wouldn't change anything. I got some advice for Suzanne. Okay. Start recording all your conversations with your boyfriend. Oh, if you're not doing that already, if you're in a relationship... <laughs> Get on, yeah. give, it, give it the program. Then if he gets on stand-up spotlight or something, he's <laughs> telling your jokes. <laughs> if he tells your jokes, you have proof that you came up with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's just a real, I mean, if you're funny, Suzanne, like maybe you should get up there. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Last thing that the world needs is another stand-up comedian. Yeah, but at the very least, you should not let, you should not let your boyfriend get away with stealing him, especially when you've told him not to. Uh because what if like uh uh he does get a good reaction but he's still got his like old shitty jokes in his routine too. Oh yeah. And then somebody's like, "Oh, that was really funny." He's like, "Oh yeah, my girlfriend uh, wrote wrote yeah. a lot of that." And now you're getting all the the crap jokes pinned on you too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, send us your jokes. We'll do we'll do them justice. Yeah. Oh, we're great delivery men. I'd like to hear some of her jokes. Yeah. Get your boyfriend's phone. Uh, get the notes app because yeah. she probably she doesn't write down her jokes. She just uh, she's no, living she's in the naturally moment. Naturally funny, yeah. Yeah. Get 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 his notes though. We want to see these. Get the notes. Send them the send us the notes. Yeah. And in the meantime, break up with them. <laughs> uh, thank you for writing in. And again, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail dot com. If you have. <laughs> money <laughs> go to tcgt.com slash amazon you can spend it on amazon and we get some of it <laughs> uh you can also check out uh patreon.com slash complete guide for our patreon uh which uh, uh new and improved now yeah we have Books the podcast, which uh, if you like this library show, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love books the podcast, uh, which are mini episodes, but they haven't been so mini lately. No, no, they've been almost as long as these episodes. Yeah, so check those out. Uh, uh, Patreon.com/slash/completeguide. Uh, you can follow the show on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/completeguide. Follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. Um, what else? I think you did it all jumbled. Yeah. I think we're good. If you go to Northeastern University, we're going to be doing a show there. Yeah. February 26th? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, it's only open to students, I, I believe, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Students and guests, maybe, if you know somebody that goes there. But uh, February 26th, Northeastern University. Come That's see- That's in Boston, Massachusetts. In Boston. You can come see uh, me and Tim. Hey, and if you're a, at a college and you're on like a program board or something and you want us to do a show at your school- Yeah. Inquire within. Yeah, email us. Complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, and we'll uh, we'll refer you to our uh, agent. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, final thoughts on libraries or the, this woman's horrible boyfriend? I I look. She, yeah, she 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 told him flat out stop doing this and he kept doing it. Yeah, if, you're in, a, if you're in any kind yeah. of, rela not to get too serious, but if you're in any kind of relationship and you've told somebody multiple times not to do something, uh, I mean, not for everything, I guess. You know, you can't be like, ugh, like I told you not to be fat. <laughs> like, And that's, that's not good. You can't do that. But like if they're uh, stealing material and you've yeah. told them you don't like that, you don't want them to do that, uh, that's fair, I think. Yeah. I already talked about how cold the water fountains are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one library yeah. well, 30 years no, ago. No, I bet there's probably others that have cold water yeah. fountains. That's it. Uh, go to your local library. Yeah, they have a lot of services <laughs> there. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.